Stories of the human spirit, candid conversations about action, passion, and love. The law of action is about living in balance, moving forward with momentum in inspired action. Overcome challenges, create success, amplify your life, and achieve things you never thought possible. It's all waiting for you. If you're ready to break through your fears and live your life in massive action, this is the show for you. He's a best-selling author, speaker, advisor, your host, Mr. Action himself, Rob Actis. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me today. So glad to have you. And today, my guest is such a cool guy. I am so thrilled to know him. I've known him for many, many years. I met him at Vid Summit many years ago, and he just has this incredible story. He is a true person who lives in inspired action. So let me read the official bio from the PR people, and here you go. Currently, this is fun because as we talk more, you'll find out what I mean by currently. Jeremy is the chief marketing officer of Braille Skateboarding. He's created video marketing strategy for several Fortune 100 companies and many famous YouTubers. His customers have billions of views and millions of subscribers. He's a YouTube certified person. He speaks at VidCon, Social Media Marketing World, Vid Summit, writes for Social Media Examiner. He helps video creators unlock their superpower on video so they can live the life they were born to live. And that is not what we're going to talk about today. We're not going to talk about video. We may talk about video because video is really super cool in YouTube. But I just want to say that this guy is so cool. He has a philosophy that every five years, he completely changes his life. Now, he doesn't change out his wife or his family members, but every five years, he just changes everything. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my friend, today's guest, Jeremy Vest. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. So, dude, Jeremy, you are like such an action taker. You like you decide and you plan and you act. You live a life of action. And man, you are following it right perfectly. I get so inspired by seeing all the stuff that you do. And I have noticed that you do change and it's dramatic change. So just give me an overview of your philosophy of this. Every five years, we change everything. Yeah. So probably about 20 years ago, I met a guy and he's really calm and very happy like a very happy person. And I was like, you know, at that point, um, about to get married and I'm like, Hey, like, what's your secret? And he basically said, um, become a master at whatever you do, but change everything you do, like from a business or a career perspective every five years so that you can keep on growing. So in, I started in marketing in 2000. So this is coming on my 21st year of digital marketing. And in that time, I've been a, a graphic designer, a web designer, an art director. I've been uh, at the highest levels of SEO. Um, I've been at the highest levels of uh, instructional design and spoke at instructional design conferences, spoke at SEO conferences, spoke at YouTube conferences. So um, I just keep on and on adding to my repertoire of, of it's all essentially marketing, but it's completely different disciplines. I mean, 100% different disciplines. 
Wow. But every, so every five years, you just get up and you just do something different. So now, you know, I, I don't know if you're listening to this in the audio version or you're seeing this in video, but Jeremy has a peacock behind him. So I know you're recently living in Dallas and now you have a peacock in a cage behind you and I see workers and it looks like you've got a log cabin you're building. Yeah, so about, uh, well, in June, we decided, um, and this is a long, long story, but in June, we decided to move here uh, on seven and a half acres in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and we've started over, changed everything. Um, so in the last year, I've changed jobs, changed roles, um, and my wife, about a year ago, came to me and said, I've always wanted peacocks. I'm like, okay, so... <laughs> We basically bought uh, a wooded farm, and here we are. Hey, just want to check. Are you got something in your hand? Are you are you got a fidget spinner or something? Something's making a weird noise. I do not. It, it might be the bird behind. Nothing? Oh, the bird. Okay, get it. Okay, so that's perfect. Okay, so we're talking about the bird. I love it. Okay, so the, that's what a peacock sounds like. It sounds like a fidget spinner. What's, like what's hilarious is I literally have one because my daughter's disabled and she this helps her, but I'm yeah. not using it. But did peacocks make that kind of a noise? Uh, they make some kind of noise? It, they do purr like a cat. Oh, that's so wild. All right. Well, there you go. Interesting. So, all right. So you were in Dallas and you just like changed. Now, one of the things that you have is this ability to like morph yourself, but you have a certain set of skills, highly specialized skills that allow you to do that. So why don't you explain some of those skills? Sure. I mean, and I've done very high in YouTube for 12 years now, um, worked with some of the biggest clients and all of that. But I've also, uh, every time I have a skill, I really develop it to a, a very hardcore level. I'm not one of these dabblers that's like, oh, I can do a website and I can do this and I can do that. I literally wrote a best-selling book on web design. <laughs> I, when I was doing instructional design, I literally spoke at the largest instructional design conference in the world. So I, I have dyslexia. I actually failed out of college seven times. And at that moment, um, about 20 years ago, I decided that I'm going to learn how to learn. And I think that is my... Well, I just want to stop you from right there. I'm going to learn how to learn. So just dive into that a little bit deeper. That's really impactful what you just said. So learn, it was the, learn. It was the seventh time I had failed out of college, just crying and just miserable and hated myself. And I was just, I just came to this realization that it's just attitude. I can actually do this. Um, and at that point, about literally a year later, I had finally graduated college and I started teaching college. And I, and I, because of my dyslexia, I wrote a textbook and I just challenged, I guess I would say that I take crap on head first. Just the most scary thing in the world. Just, I just run straight into that brick wall. Wow. So you don't let fear stop you. You like burst through your fear. Absolutely. That's, that's amazing. So if someone out there has dyslexia, what are some, some, thoughts or suggestions you might give them? Because I know a lot of people with dyslexia and is a very crippling, it stops you dead in your tract um, thing to have to deal with. 
for me, I, I, it's all about sleep. And I know that I have to do my best work in the morning. So if I have to do something critical thinking, I really need, it has to be done before noon. Um, because the t- more tired my brain gets, the more hard it is for me to pretend to change things in my brain. Um, you know, a lot of people with dyslexia don't actually ever get cured. It's just a way to cope. Right. So right. for me, I'm just more sharp in the morning and I just, I just have to do the real hard work before I get everything done before noon, basically. And the rest of it is just hanging out, looking at stats and, you know, making sure everything's doing well. Now, one of the things you mentioned um, before we started was that you have discovered how to relax and have peace. Now, there's so much going on in the world right now that a lot of people don't have any peace and they certainly are not relaxed. So share some of that. About about, uh, this time last year, I had a very intense job. Love my job. Very high profile job. Um, but I was absolutely miserable and stressed out of my mind, like to a point to where I was having anxiety attacks. So I was talking to my wife and I was like, obviously this isn't the life like I was born or God was like put on me to live. This isn't the thing, you know, stressed out about money and bills and jobs. That, that, that was not. So we decided we we're going to move to a location that's more affordable, have land to where my kids can enjoy everything. And then I just started just like learning a new trait or a new skill. Um, I took that knowledge of learning how to learn into understanding what stressed me out. And um, I, I really understood like what stresses me out, money stresses me out in time. Those are the two biggest things that stress me out. I also am a huge outdoors person. Um, and so is my family. So we, we decided we sold our house, um, we moved out here. And in that time, the whole world literally caved in, you know, you have coronavirus, my wife's father passed away. My daughter got an illness is now hundred percent disabled. So if we didn't act the moment I realized life was not the way it was supposed to be, I don't know how we would have survived because we were in a position mentally and physically and um, financially to take care of things when things went south. If you're stressed out of your mind every single day or you're working 80 hours a week, um, that that's not... Like when really bad stuff happens, what are you going to do? So thank goodness we were able to listen to our hearts and, you know, and get acclimated and situated before all of this stuff happened to the wall. Very blessed. Well, first, first of all, my, my, my heart and prayers go to you and your family and especially your daughter. Um, I have a daughter, you know, that, that had some serious um, medical conditions and it's, as a father, it's extremely difficult to see your daughter suffer. And, um, no you know, I just want to let you know that my heart and prayers are, are with you all and blessings. In the law of action, I talk about momentum and I talk about how you decide 
you plan and you act. And people decide they plan, but they fail to act. And what happens is it's kind of like, I look at it this way. It's like you're riding a bicycle. And when you fail to act it's and you just stuck in that planning stage, there's still an action. And what I look at between planning and action is the chain coming off because it just, there's a jerk motion. And without forward momentum or forward action, there's still a consequence. Like, for example, you know, had you not taken massive action and relocated to Tennessee, like, well, I'll just stay here. Okay, well, that's your choice. But because you're in the planning stage, the way the universe works is there's going to be a consequence to the action or inaction. No doubt. So in your case, the, the, the lack of action would have cost you everything, including yeah. health for your daughter and health for you and, you know, the sanity that, that your family needs to experience. And by you taking massive inspired action, you kept that momentum going and the universe took notice and things just kind of fall into place. And I'm sure it happened to you. I don't know when the Braille skateboarding came, but I do know that um, when you do that, other things happen. People take notice and people come into your life. And it's, it's a very magical thing if you live a life of inspired action. Because I, I take what I do so seriously, whatever career I'm in. Um, so I'm a skateboarder. I'm 44. I skateboard every day. And it hurts, but it's a lot of fun. It so hurts. does it hurt I, when you fall or does it hurt just 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 paddling the board? <laughs> you don't even have to fall. It just hurts when you're on. Um but so so I I had been working with Braille is the largest YouTube skateboard channel in the world. Um Absolutely. Bill, billions of views. So I had kind of on the side been telling them what to do and helping them out a little bit. And I like them, they like me. They're very, very non-emotional people very like just even you know really peace peaceful people so the day after literally the day after i decided everything in my life has to change immediately i emailed them it's a true story and i said you guys are going to hire me full-time this is my salary this is my other conditions let me know when i can start I literally did that and they responded and said, yes, sir. Let us know when you can start. And that's a true story. Like that, um, you know, it takes, it takes a lot of balls to take action. Um, they could have said no, but something just told me, and, and I had been working with them for two years. Like they knew who I was and right, what right. I could do. And, uh, you know, uh, thank goodness the first year is it was Monday. And uh, we had 52% year-over-year revenue growth in the first year I was there. So it was pretty well, amazing. Jeremy's on board. I mean, you know, we, we know your track record. It's pretty incredible. And, you know, the one thing about Jeremy, he's very humble. And the other thing about Jeremy is that he is behind some of the largest channels that you have no idea that he's behind. Jeremy is, like, silent but deadly. Like, <laughs> seriously. Just silent like a part. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So the one thing that I really want you to take notice of is what he said is that, you know, it does take balls to take action. However, oftentimes the inaction and the inability of you not, and the consequence of you not taking action are far worse 
than had you taken the action and failed. Because with action, you can pivot, you can shift, you can readjust, but you need to be in that forward momentum, always moving forward. You know, so like, for example, and the other thing is, is that you did, I want to acknowledge you for, is you asked. Like, I just did this with a client. I just did this with a client last night. I called up and I said, dude, so I, you know, as a voice actor, I do a lot of different projects. Well, I do a lot of on hold messages, but the messages that I do for on hold are very specific and very custom. They're not your typical boring on hold messages. And I have a client that I've had for, for 15, 20 years. And um, he reached out to me and I just told him flat. I said, look, I don't want to do boring. You know, we drop F-bombs on hold and we say crap. And it's just like so cool. It's it's awesome. And, you know, if you don't ask, you don't get. And and all people can do is say no. The the thing that kills me the most is that people are afraid to ask because they're going to get a no. However, they've already accepted the consequence of no before they asked. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting. I've probably spoke about a hundred different conferences in the last five or six years. And I got to a point before Corona to where I could literally talk to someone for two minutes and know if they're one of two types of people. One type of person is they don't know what the crap they're doing and they do. And the second type of person at conferences is analysis paralysis person that wants to do, but is too scared to do. Yes. And, and you've been to a lot of the, con- you've seen me speak at a lot of these conferences. You know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. You have the people that don't know anything about YouTube that are making a million dollars a year <laughs> because they right. do. And then you have the people like that are smarter than people that work at YouTube that still haven't started the channel. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and that's, you know, I, I talk about, it's almost like, you know, going to Dallas. Have you ever been to Dallas and flying a plane? When, when they l- take off or they land, it's like they land like four miles before they get to Dallas and they just drive in, <laughs> you know, or when you take off from Dallas, it's the same way. It's like, are you ever going to take off? Or are we just going to drive there? <laughs> and that's what happens when you get stuck in the planning stage is your, when are you going to take off? Like there's only so much preparation. Like there's Absolutely. only so much. And the, the thing is, if you don't take that action to move forward, then you're not getting any result. You're getting a negative result. It's actually worse than had you taken action. So the last um, 10 years, I've been one of the first original YouTube gurus, like pe- teaching people how to do YouTube. Oh, yeah. Last month, I cut it out. I'm not doing YouTube guru stuff anymore. I canceled every group. I like, I'm not, I'm a ghost in that industry. And, and this is the reason. The reason is I would rather show by good example of doing than telling people what to do. Well, you're going to help me though, right? Cause Absolutely. I have that little card. You gave me. Okay, good. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I mean, I'm a, I, I help people, but I'm just saying like, oh, I'm not out there like saying, Oh, I'm a guru. Like come, I'm awesome and you need to hire me or whatever. I'm obviously helping my friends and stuff, but I'm just saying like, I'm not presenting myself as a guru. Um, right. You know, the all. one thing I will say is about Jeremy is that he is a guru, but he's never presented himself as a guru. He's a guru because of the results that he gets. 
And, and I'm, I'm like thrilled. And what I love about him, he's an action taker. I, you know, I reached out to him last night and I asked him, Hey, I want you on my podcast. I took action because I was just, I was watching him. I've seen him, um, some of his posts on Facebook and I've been just kind of just seeing what he's up to and stuff. I'm like, I need to share his message of what he's doing because he's really at peace and he totally just uprooted everything and he's doing something different, but he's, he's very in flow. You know, it's interesting when you talk about just very even keel and, uh, there's that guy on TikTok who's cruising around on his skateboard with the ocean spray. And that's kind of what it's like. I mean, it's just, yeah. he's just very chill, very present. He you actually know, reached I, out to I, us last night. I was really excited about that. Yeah, what a cool guy. I mean, he's, you know, and the thing is, he didn't ask permission for what he did. He just did it. And he really impacted a lot of people's lives in a positive way. Watching that video, you just kind of like, oh, I feel good. So a year, you know, a year ago, I was stressed out of my mind, you know, financially, emotionally, everything just, just going. I was, uh, before coronavirus, you know, I was on the road most of the time. Yeah, and both of us. Before, and all over the world, like teaching like YouTube and stuff. And I was just all over. Um, it was success can be the worst thing that can ever happen to someone. You know, you better better be careful for what you wish for, right? Because uh, that was not a, a good life for me, um, for my soul. And uh, fast forward a year, I am, my stress level right now is like, negative one percent even though my daughter's sick life happens right uh our house was supposed to be done six months ago and it's still not even close even all of that even though life happens every single day at a very extreme level for us we're just we're grounded um and it's it's an amazing thing i had a uh unfortunate situation we had a, a mini day spa and uh, we had a partnership and it didn't work out. And um, we were going to go our separate ways. I was going to restart my own business. And it was in the uh, body contouring space. And I just thought to myself, and I, and I wrote in my book that, you know, and I, I, I went back and I, I was listening. Actually, my assistant, Brenna, reminded me of this, is that you need to be in your flow. So I may not change every five years. I've evolved. You know, now I'm an author and more speaker and uh, really uh, uh, working with businesses and, and individuals on success coaching and mindset. And that's incredibly fulfilling. And then having a brick and mortar is so different. So it was a very painful uh, transition to um, get out of this partnership. Uh, the person was a very dear friend of mine. Um, we're not friends. I didn't feel that the way she handled things was very with ethics or integrity. And I really last night finally came to peace about it in that I'm really glad it happened. I'm not, how can I put it? It happened for a reason. And I learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about me focusing on what I'm supposed to be doing as opposed to what I want to do. Yeah, it's funny how life can point you in a direction you don't think you want, but you need. Um, it's amazing. I mean, like failures have always in my life have always guided me in the right direction. My when I was seventeen, my dad went to prison for life. 
Wow. So, and then I failed out of college seven times in a row. And those failures always, always point me in the direction I need to head and make me stronger. So I, I don't want any more failures right now. I'm good for a while. <laughs> right, exactly. But you and I both know they're ne- a necessity to a stronger life. Yeah. So, you know, as a voice actor, I love it. And I, I do many national TV commercials right here in Gilbert, Arizona, you know, I, I with an agency in, in LA and, and it's amazing what I'm able to do from so far away. I'm not in the morass of Los Angeles, which is wonderful. I get to be in my little, you know, I have a beautiful studio and I'm able to do what I do. And I get tremendous joy from doing voiceover. Like I love it. Um, I just love it. I love getting in front of a microphone and, and using my voice and connecting with someone and, you know, and having a, a big company make millions of dollars off my voice. That, that's, that's a real big turn on. It's amazing. And what's an even greater turn on is to look at the messages that I get from people who have listened to this podcast or have um, listened to how Elrod's The Miracle Morning that wouldn't have read the book, but listened to that, or with me working with someone on a one-on-one basis or through uh, my group coaching and having a significant impact on their life, like that transforms their life, man, oh, that's the juice. Like that's the juice. Like I know you would probably be the same way when you're helping someone, when you've helped so many people, so many people with YouTube. And the juice it must give you when you see them succeed. One of my clients uh, last year made $500,000 and the year before was considering bankruptcy. So when you're able to help someone get, you know, change their lives that hard, it's amazing. Um, it, it really is. It's, it's very fulfilling to be able to use your gifts to help other people use their gifts. Yeah, that really lights things up and puts things in perspective. Like, seriously. So what are some things that you do to have that calm, peacefulness in your life? So uh, besides the obvious of, you know, selling our expensive house, we were paying $11,000 years in tax on, you know, just all this little stuff adds up. Besides the obvious of getting out of a stressful job, getting into an environment that is peaceful in general um, and affordable. Um, Understanding my stress triggers, my stress triggers was definitely the biggest moment of my life so far of clarity. What are the things that stress me out? Okay, money, cool. We can solve that. And then uh, what are some things that stress me out? You know, when my wife makes us 20 minutes late for a, for anything all the time that stresses me out. So have a conversation and explain that and change your ways. You know what I mean? Like we don't have to fight with our spouses. We don't have to hate our jobs. We don't have to be in debt. It's a choice like it or not. uh, Believe it or not. It is an actual choice. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize they get to pick their battles. So in regards to my business, I went out, I could, I, I, I went consulted an attorney and, um, from all the documentation that I had, 
um, I could have walked away with a lot more had I filed a lawsuit against her. And I just decided that I didn't want to file a lawsuit against her because I just want it to be over and I'm going to go figure a way to recover the money that, that I wasn't, got. I just decided to get the money from a different place and to have the stress of a lawsuit. Because right. even though you're not doing it, it's stressful. It just Absolutely. is. It's expensive and it's just yuck. And the question is, okay, why am I doing this? Am I doing this to get the money back from her? Or am I doing this because I want to be right and prove that I'm right? And that was That's a big distinction. It's an amazing thing to have clarity on. Talking to a friend this morning and he was asking me how he can make more money than his business. And I immediately said, how much do you need to make? And he immediately came back and said, as much as I can. And then I said, look, every single penny you make or you try to get out of life is a part of your soul that's dying. <laughs> you know, every single penny, if you make from 100,000 to 300,000, that's a 300% uh, increase in your soul being sucked out of you like it or not, like it's really painful. And I'm not saying not to make a lot of money. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just trying to make sure that my friends understand that if you would have pursued that lawsuit, I'm guarantee you would have been like three times more miserable than you are at the moment, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, I just, I, but the interesting part was like, do I want to be right? Am I proving to someone to be right? Even though I know, and I've laid it all out and I'm very, you know, very savvy with business and I laid it all out and I go, I could have, the odds of me winning this lawsuit would have been it very much in my favor. Right. And okay, great. But the time that's there and it really would take me away from my podcasting. It would take me away from making a difference and making a significant impact in the world. And that's why I'm here. And as someone who, has experienced many near-death experiences and fought to stay alive. What's important to me is connecting with people and surrounding myself with people that are worthy of me impacting their life and to letting the other people just fall to the wayside. Absolutely. You know, I want to raise my vibration and they're just going to fall away. I and, you know, I have a big ego. I have a very big ego in the industry that I'm in. You must have to, you have the big ego too. We, we really do because we can't do what we do if we don't. There's no doubt about that. Like a hundred percent. Yeah. And you know, and having a big ego is not a bad thing. However, ego and confidence are really tied in with the two. And, you know, I just made the decision that I don't need to win this. I just need to end this and move on and put my attention on, the positive of this world and bless her and let her go on her way. It's awesome. That's it. Hey, I, I just want to thank you so much for, man, your massive action of, yeah. You want to know what my next chapter is going to be? I do. So I started building greenhouses for people. It's very relaxing and stress free for me to do this. Um, so in the next, I'm breaking my own rule of five years. In the next 10 years, I'm going to retire out of marketing and I'm just going to build greenhouses. I think it's going to be sooner than 10 years. I think, it's going to, I think you're going to be doing it concurrently. 
with what you're doing. Yeah, I definitely will be doing it concurrently, but I mean like full time, um, semi retirement. Um, well, about ten years because I, I I love what I do right now. You only get one shot at life. This is not a dress rehearsal, and at any moment, your life can change, and you. The whole world experienced that on March 13th, 2020. Like a lot of people, everything's been going great. Oh, nothing will happen to me. Everything's great. Got the great job. And people have had their whole lives just turned upside down. Absolutely. And it's really important. Blessed enough to be in a position where we do stuff online. So it really didn't affect us that much. Maybe your, your, your physical business, absolutely. But everything else is, we're just blessed enough to be, I mean, my life personally from COVID has not changed much other than not being able to go out and, and travel. Right. Yeah, I think I did 40, 40 trips in, uh, in 2019. And I've done none, just like you. Yeah. You know, we're, I'm bopping to LA or bopping to San Diego or bopping to Las Vegas and just all business trips. And, you know, just, we're on lots of stages and doing lots of conferences and that's, you know, I miss that. So I look forward to a time when we can get back to that. That would be great to feel people's energy. You know, it's so funny in reflection of this, I realized I absolutely hate it. The only reason I wrote a book is because I have dyslexia. The only reason I get on stage is because I'm an introvert. I absolutely hate speaking on a stage. I just did it to beat the fear out of myself. But on reflection, I don't enjoy it. I don't miss conferences. I sold my conference, uh, my marketing conference. Um, it, it really changed a lot for me from that perspective of just realizing uh, okay, I beat the fear, but stop if you don't like it. (laughs) Yeah. The one thing is though, you may hate it. However, you, Jeremy, have had such a positive impact on so many people. You have been selfless and so generous in your wisdom. Just incredible. Like I know people that have followed you. I followed you. And, you know, you're just this great guy. And I was really humbled that you said yes to be on my show. So thank you. Oh, awesome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You are a true inspiration. You are a very generous, humble introvert. And I love you. And I want to thank you for being on the show. You live a life of inspired action. And I'm humbled to call you my friend. Thank you. And likewise. And that's a wrap for the Living the Law of Action show. Remember, don't let fear stop you. Live a life of inspired action. Decide, plan, act. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Living the Law of Action show with Mr. Action, Rob Actis. Please rate, review, and subscribe.